Welcome to the Journey of Strength podcast, the podcast for men that is going to teach you how to become stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm your host, Jacob Weatherly. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey of Strength podcast. Again, back with another guest episode today. Loving these lately. We've already had two legends on and we're continuing that theme. We've got another legend on today. He is a graduate of the Journey of Strength program. Uh, he now runs his own business, but I'm going to let him do his own introduction so you guys can get to know him a little bit better. Jacob, welcome to the Journey of Strength podcast, brother. Mate, thanks for having me. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Awesome. And just so everyone, I think everyone might have uh, seen you on my socials previously. Um, you featured there a fair Probably. bit. <laughs> so why don't you give the guys and I suppose everyone a rundown of, of who you are and what you're doing currently? Yeah. Yeah. So my name's uh, Jacob Atkinson. I um, run the business called The Gentle Fatherhood. It is a, um, yeah, a men's coaching business that is designed to engage a man into empowerment and illuminating their self-worth so um yeah mate i'm fucking absolutely loving every second of this so yeah and can't can't forget the the two beautiful souls i father as well so i've got two children and then i have a lovely partner as well so yeah mate that's my life at the moment and loving every single second of it beautiful beautiful and i suppose what i wanted to get you on for today is get a bit of a background on where everything started for you, I suppose, where everything started and your journey from there to, yeah, where you are now running your own business to incredible kids and incredible partner and doing all the things that you're doing now. So yeah, I suppose let's, let's start at the very start, man. Like let's go back to, cause I know we've spoken about this a fair bit. Let's go back to your, your deepest, darkest times and, and we'll go from mm. there. Yeah. I love telling this story. It, uh, it sounds a bit sadistic, right? Going back to your dark <laughs> love talking about it, but it just, yeah, allows me to reminisce and then see how far I actually have come as well. So yeah, the, I call it the journey started, um, when I was around 23, early 23 year olds. Um, my partner and I just fell pregnant with our, um, first child and yeah, everything was going amazingly. Um, physically fit, looking after myself, um, always trying to keep optimal levels of health or what I thought at the time was optimal levels of health. Um, really tried to dedicate my time to looking after myself and, um, and then, um, yeah, having a daughter come into the world, which was amazing. And then, yeah, everything was going swimmingly, absolutely loving life, getting prepared, getting the cots ready, getting, uh, everything ready for a beautiful birth, uh, our first birth that we would have. And then, yeah, into about, Probably about six months into the pregnancy, it was. Um, I was at the gym and um, all of a sudden, it felt like I was having a really bad panic attack. Um, a panic attack that I've never experienced before. I didn't even know what a panic attack was, to be honest. Um, but yeah, heart was racing, pins and needles, really felt lightheaded. Um, I just thought, oh, fuck, this is the pre-workout, new pre-workout that I'm having. Um, that must be it fuck shit fucked up here so stupidly in this state i drove home probably about a 15 minute drive and yeah the whole time driving home it's 
just did not subside at all. It just stayed that same level. And um, yeah, I still remember this image vividly, like running into the bedroom, taking every bit of clothing I had off, stark naked on the bed. I was like a starfish and had the fan up full ball. I was like, this is going to calm me down, cool me down, lower my heart rate. <laughs> like, right? Like that's not going to do anything, mate. And um, yeah, it, it just didn't go away. And I just kept thinking about it, thinking about it. And I was just like, fuck, there must be something actually wrong here. Like I must have a reaction to this pre-workout. So yeah, no one was home at the moment. So I was like, cool, I need help right now. So I called an ambulance. Um, ambulance got there. I explained what was going on and... Yeah, they were just like, oh, mate, yeah, must be the pre-workout. We'll, we'll take you down down to um, Belmont Hospital, which is only like two minutes away. Take you down. We'll do a check over, make sure everything's sweet. And, and then, yeah, you'd be good to go. So jumped in there, went down. Everything was sweet. They did all physical checks and everything was all good. And then, yeah, they were like, oh, it must be in the pre-workout. Um, obviously, don't take it again and you should be fine. Cool. Okay, sweet. It's just a pre-workout. That's fine. A week later at the gym again same thing but this time no pre-workout was taken in the past week so yeah panic attack like really really um lightheaded heart racing again um was that during the like before you got to the gym or during the workout during the workout Yeah. yeah so in my mind i was like cool like i've just done cardio and now my heart's like elevated so Mm -hmm. must be something wrong with my heart right like because this is the feeling that i'm getting it feels like a heart attack right so i dove straight to the worst outcome and once again stupidly drove home and same thing again close off stuck naked turn the fan on full ball because it worked the first time right no it didn't Um, (laughs) and then and then yeah so this time again i i was like fuck I, i need i need an ambulance again so this is the second time i've called an ambulance in two weeks Oh, sorry. Yes. Second time in a week. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, coming from a guy that's 23 year old, that's looking after himself. And then all of a sudden is needing an ambulance. What the fuck is going on? Like, this is, this isn't right. There must be something wrong. And my mum mm-hmm. had had a heart attack pretty early on. So I was like, fuck, this isn't looking good. Like if I'm having this, there must be something physically wrong with me. So once again, ambulance come over and they did the check over and they're like, nah, mate, it's not your heart. Your heart's all sweet. Like it's, it's rhythm is fine. Um, but have you ever had anxiety before? Do you know what anxiety is? The fuck anxiety? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, mate, I look after myself. I go to the gym. He's like, yeah, anxiety in the gym, mate. They doesn't matter if you go to the gym, you can still have anxiety. I'm like, fuck. I don't know. I have no idea. So they're like, let's go down to the hospital anyway. We'll do a check over. And if, everything comes back sweet, then I suggest probably go have a chat to maybe a GP about it. Okay, cool. So I did the check over. Everything was all sweet. And then, yeah, went straight to the GP and um, booked in a yeah. um, meeting with the GP. And this was the funny thing. I said this on a, a podcast there at the start of the week. It's um, as soon as I went into the GP and said, this is what's been going on for the last week or so. And I've had a panic attack twice. Um, I'm really intrigued by what's going to come next. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, so I was at the GP, I said this and I was like, uh, the ambulance driver said I might have anxiety. I went to talk and she was like, oh, anxiety. Oh, cool. Here. Cool. Here's your script. Cool. See ya. Didn't even let me finish. Swear to God. Didn't even let me finish. I was just like, cool. So in my mind, a 23 year old 
looking after himself, physically fit, about to have a child, but now is being put on antidepressants just because I said I've got anxiety. What was your thought process at that point? Like what was your, what was going through your mind when you got home, you had these pills and obviously you'd spoken to your partner about it? Like what was going through your yeah. mind at that point? I spoke to my partner about it and my partner Lauren said, you don't need the medication. Like you can work through this. But me thinking of a quick fix, I was like, no, this will make it go away straight away. Like, why wouldn't I? If you've got a headache, take Panamax, all right? That's my old belief systems. So, yeah. And, and in that moment, I was like, anxiety must be a real serious, real serious mental condition. If you're saying, I've got anxiety, labeling yourself that you've got anxiety, and all of a sudden it's like, cool, here's your medication. You'll be right. Like from the GP, I was like, now looking back on it, I'm like, why wouldn't you just let me explain what was going on? Wouldn't you let mm. me explain everything else behind why I, I thought I had anxiety? Anyway, so started taking the medication and then the following three days after that was just something I've never experienced before. Like the anxiety was just so heightened and it was just every day, all day, I was on the lounge. I couldn't move, couldn't think straight. I would just be feeling like I was having a heart attack the whole time, pretty much a panic attack all day. And because that's the beauty of anxiety, right? If you think about anxiety, your anxiety comes up more. So you have heavier doses of anxiety. So that was just me constantly. Then you take another antidepressants and then it gets even higher and then you take another one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, that was exactly what I was doing for the whole three days. And then, yeah, this is where it took a really bad turn. So on the third night of those um, antidepressants, I... Um, I was up in the middle of the night and I remember just saying to my partner, I was just like, I can't fucking take this anymore. Like I can't take feeling like this anymore. Like I feel like I'm literally about to die every single second of the day. And yeah, as I did with the antidepressants, wanting a quick way out, I tried to take a literal quick way out and yeah, went straight to the kitchen and um, grabbed a knife and stuck the arm out and I was going to, yeah, pretty much just get that quick fix of ending the pain straight away. And yeah, was looking at that knife for a couple of minutes, really, really just about to do it. And then all of a sudden I had a voice that just shot through my head, just saying, stop, what are you doing? Don't do this. Threw the knife down, um, literally chucked the antidepressants. Did the voice say anything else? That's the thing that I've been trying to remember. But mm. the overall premise of what he said was, please stop, don't do this. And I remember I mentioned to you this before, I believe that yeah. was my higher self, like the version that I am now, going back to then saying like, dude, don't do this. Like you've got so much to actually give to this world. Um, mm. So yeah, stopped, thank God. Um, and yeah, threw the pills out straight away. And I hopped back into bed and didn't tell my partner, what just happened in the kitchen. I didn't tell anyone what happened in that kitchen for a very, very long time. Uh, And not just a couple of days. I mean like solid two years, two and a half years of just keeping that to myself. So I was going through this period of trying to, I tried to kill myself. Well, I had the intent of killing myself to raising a child, but not telling anyone about what happened in that kitchen. So you can imagine what the upbringing was for, was for my daughter. Yeah. How do you reckon that, what sort of part do you reckon that played in that two, two and a half years 
when you did it before you spoke to anyone about it. How do you reckon that affect your, affected your day-to-day life? Oh, it was a massive identity shift, like an identity shift in the sense of like for like a two-week period, I had really high doses of anxiety and then straight onto medication and then tried to commit suicide. To then, mm. I can't go back to the man that I was if I wasn't going to talk about it. So for that two, two and a half year period, it was just really a lot of suppressions of emotions. It was staying in bed and not wanting to get out of bed and um, overeating, stop training, uh, really just trying to do everything that I can to stay in a place of comfort and stagnancy and not wanting to really see the light, right? Because I was just staying in a dark room, watching videos. Um, the only issue that I had on my mind was what video was I going to watch next? That was the only thing that I wanted <laughs> to worry about, right? So then I've got a you know one-year-old, one-and-a-half-year-old out in the lounge room still remember this day she she said to Lauren she's like mom like why doesn't daddy want to play with us and then I remember hearing that and I was just like fuck me like this is just gone on for way way too long way too long and that was that was the path or the start of the path where I was saying to myself I want to change but nothing happened yeah I'm going to change yeah yeah, yeah. I'm going to do mm-hmm. it but I didn't action anything yeah, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to do this plan and I'm going to do this. No, you're not, man. You're just going to sleep till 10 o'clock and then you're going to do this. And then you're going to say you're going to go to the gym and then not do that. Um, what was the, yeah, what was the turning point for you? When was the point that you were just like, fuck, I'm doing it? Yeah. So I mentioned alone a lot of the time that I, I really want to go to talk to someone because I, I told Lauren what happened. After this two-year period, I told her this is what happened and she was the only person that I told. And I said, obviously, suppressing my emotions and suppressing what had gone on isn't going to fix anything because look at the last two years. So I need to talk to someone. But I don't want to go to a psychiatrist or a therapy because I had a view that at that time, I had a view that if you go into therapy, you're insane. That's the belief system that I had. So I was like, I don't want to do that, but I want to talk to someone. I want to talk to someone that can relate to me and talk to someone that understands where I'm coming from. So it's like, okay, cool, sweet. We'll, we'll, we'll keep a lookout and keep an eye out <clears throat> and see if, um, yeah, see if anyone comes up. So, okay, sweet. So that was probably for a month, six weeks or so. And then, yeah, this divine universe all of a sudden sends Mr. Jacob Weatherly into my... <laughs> into my backyard which sounds a bit weird but let me finish he uh yeah he was in my backyard. yeah just so everyone knows i didn't just randomly rock up in his backyard (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't just standing out there doing nothing (laughs) knocking on the door saying let me in i've got the fix yeah yeah, so he was at the back doing his um hypnobirthing course for my partner she runs a um, business called in birth and beyond who has like a positive birthing program which um jacob and grace did with their beautiful daughter so yeah, Lauren mentioned that to him and then um, I'm not sure what the conversation was, but the overall gist of it was, yeah, cool. My name's Jacob. I'm a men's coach. I do this. So Lauren came back inside that day and she was like, hey, funny enough, remember how we were talking about you want to talk to someone? Well, there was a guy out in our back room whose name's Jacob, who has the same line tattoo, who says- In the same spot. In the same spot. Yeah. And I was just like, Nah, I don't need help. I'm all sweet. Nah, I'm all good. Look, look at me now. Like I'm, I've talked to you about it. Like I'm all sweet. All good. Like everything's mm. sweet. And then this was the moment where Lauren was like, cool. Hey, I'm here to support you. 
but let's be real. You're 30 kilos overweight. You don't want to spend time with your daughter. You don't do anything that you want to do. You're spending the same time at the same job that you've said you wanted to leave four years ago. I love you no matter what, but this needs to happen. How did that make you feel? Hmm. Made me feel, yeah, it made me feel guilty for sure. And it also made me feel excited because I actually had someone that did view me the way I was seeing myself. Like she actually seen the way that I was seeing myself and I needed someone to go, hey, dude, this actually needs to happen now or it's not going to happen. So I, as you know, you always say no to it three times. Um, I said no to it the first couple of times. And then on the, on the last no, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to send a message. I'm just going to send him a message and then I will see what happens. And now looking back on it, like learning about sales and learning about business, I said this to you. I was like the easiest fucking sale that you would have ever had in your life. I was like, <laughs> hey man, I see that you're a men's coach. You do this. Um, what programs do you offer? Um, I'm really keen to just let me know. I look back at that and I was just like, fuck, you would have just been like licking <laughs> Yeah, this one's good. So yeah, send a message to yourself. And um, yeah, that that message, I've said this before, that message was the turning point for me. <clears throat> that message to you was confirming to me that I needed help. And it was a message confirming that I had someone that was willing to guide me. I, I had mm. someone that was like, yeah, dude, hey, let's have a chat about this. And yeah, we will be able to sort this out for sure. And then, yeah, fuck, like we can go on about this program because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us your, like, what was your, not only what was your experience, but what was your biggest takeaway from the journey of strength? Because, I mean, for someone to, yeah, go from wanting to, in their own life, like not having any confidence and like hating their fucking job and not wanting to spend time with their, their own daughter to now running a business that helps fathers connect back to their kids and, and increase their self-worth. Like that's a fucking huge shift. So yeah. What was your experience? What was your biggest takeaway from the journey of strength? Yeah. The, the journey of strength is, it's a beast of a fucking program, firstly. And yeah, secondly, it's, uh, I've said this to you before, but yeah, Jacob saved my life in, in many more shapes and sizes than just one size. It was literally saved my life because I'm still here. But secondly, like that program has shifted me into a reality that I had always dreamed of, but I never knew how to get there. And learning the stuff from the journey of strength of, um, my beliefs, my values, um, my actions, environment. Um, I won't go into any more because I don't want to let your program out there. But <laughs> I biggest takeaway from me was for one, having a, a community of men that I could jump onto a Zoom call twice a week and literally just say, yep, I'm feeling this way or actually, yeah, this resonates with me or today this happened. And I'd have someone there that'd be like, cool, sweet, let's actually talk about this. I'm not going to give you the answers, but let's talk about this. So I was like, mm -hmm. that pushed me. That, because I've always been a guy that was like, I want the answer now. Like, I don't want to work for this. I just want the answer now. 
But then when you get onto this program, Jacob's like, mm, cool, yeah, I really do hear you, brother. Let's ask about this. What's going on there? And then you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we That's don't fuck crazy. around, hey. <laughs> nah. So like when I, yeah, when I first jumped on, um, but when I first jumped on the program, I was re- resentment for sure, like resenting it for sure. Like, I don't know if you, if you remember, but the first week, I think I was like, oh, I can't make it because of work or I can't make it because of this. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, you can. You can make it. You're just deciding not to and you're deciding work over this. Like that was the real reason. So, but then once getting into it, like when I was in like week two, week three, week four, I was just like, what the fuck is this thing? This is insane. <laughs> I think we're I missing remember- a key detail here. Yeah. I think I can't remember what week it was, but it went from week one giving me, yeah, bullshit excuses that you, mm. you couldn't make it to rocking up 30 minutes early to goals. Like yeah. Yeah, almost just, at the yeah. point of sending me a message being like, hey, man, like a week, can we start early or? <laughs> yeah, I still remember I'd message you being like, hey, man, are we still on for tonight at seven o'clock? And you're like, uh, yeah, of course we are. Like, seven o'clock in half an hour's time? Yeah, we sure are, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was sitting in the same spot. I was just like, cool, right, cool, notebook. And <laughs> this is there, sweet water. Awesome, sweet. Um, yeah, you just finish the program and then you go out to your partner and be like, hey, cool, let's talk. Mm. Like, that's so powerful to me. Like not wanting to get onto the phone and go and just start doing this. But I'm actually like, hey, Lauren, Let's actually talk about our relationship. So Beautiful. powerful. It was so powerful. So, um, yeah, I know for people that would be listening to this, and I know there would be a man, at least one, that would be listening to this episode that is thought about doing a program like this or has been on the verge of doing it and then not. My advice to you is just any resentment that comes up towards it, fucking dive into it dive into it because let me be a shining example of you can go from suicide to literally living every single hour of the day to your best ability that you can. And then understanding, fuck, actually I do have a gift to give to this world. Fuck. Okay. That is my self-worth. Holy shit. That's why I went through all of that to give people this. Right. Okay, cool. Now we're ready. But yeah, journey of strength is, yeah, did save my life, but it's also such a, um, it's like a beautiful um, creation that's not therapy, but it's actually a brotherhood. But you also learn so much about your reality, um, how you perceive things and how you want to become that man you've always wanted to become. Because I've, I've listened to guys give me that spiel before. Cause like I've said to you before, like I looked up like five or six coaches before mm. you and or well, until you come into my backyard, but the, <laughs> um, yeah, their, their whole gist of it was like, yeah, man, like if you want to become the man that you've always dreamt of, here is the five key steps that we will go through. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man, and then when I've come to you and then I've hopped on and had a chat with you, like, yeah, you were just pretty much just like, cool. Hey, like, let's do this. Like, let's actually fucking shape your future. Not just go, yeah, man, like this is how you're going to become a better dude. It's like, I don't want to become a better dude. I want to become a man that wants to live. Yeah, 100%. I think that's, that's what I want. Yeah. I want, that's, I want someone that's... that 
it's so key to your journey too. Like you're, you were just like, yeah, to be honest, like you didn't really fucking know what was going on in your life. You're like, no. yeah, I hate my job, but I'm probably just going to stick at it because I don't know what else to do. I don't really like play with my daughter, but don't really know what the fuck else to do. I'm going to watch this video and don't really know what the fuck else to do. And then now you're just like, yeah, I know who I am and I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's this and it's this. Mm. And like that in itself seems so simple, but there's so much fucking strength and power in that, hey? Mm. Oh, dude. Like, and that's, that's what I meant. Like the journey of strength saved my life in so many ways besides actually saving my life because it <laughs> shapes your life. Like you go, cool. Actually, no, I don't want to kill myself. Actually, there is a lot of stuff that I want to change about my life. Oh, yep. Yep. Cool. Sweet. Oh, that embodiment. The fuck's embodiment? Oh, that's how it sticks. Yeah. Copy. Okay, cool. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful. I said this to Tom on his podcast. Like, I'm so thankful that I did send that message because now I'm in a part of my life that I've always dreamt of being in this part of my life, but now I'm actually like in this reality of it. So. Mm. That's yeah, why what I'm happens, saying to you guys. Oh, you go, you go. Yeah, I was about to say, like, what happened post Journey of Strength? So, obviously, you sent that message. We did a lot of work together, went through yep. some incredibly huge shifts, like, life's now on a different path. And yeah, what happened after that? What was the what was the next step for you post Journey of Strength? Yeah. yeah so, I, um, yeah, without giving too much detail out of your program, but I, um, I found my purpose from the program. I won't say how or when, but I found my purpose out of it. And uh, it came to me through a shining light of this and that, but I'm not getting into that either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've always said that I've always wanted to help people. So I didn't know how. So I was the type of guy that would sign up to be a police officer and then not do it. And then I would sign up to be a firefighter and not do it. And then, oh, actually, maybe I'll be an ambulance driver. And it's like, dude, like if you see blood, you'll pass out. So like you're not being an ambulance driver. So... I uh, did all of this and I was like, I don't know how to help people. And then I found out through my purpose that, and through my journey that I can guide men and fathers on how to live a life of empowerment. And the quick way out isn't the way out, the long road ahead, that's the way to go. And all of this was coming to me and I was like, fuck, okay, yeah, cool. So I've got this all organized, built this program or not the program, sorry, built this business and then i was like fuck like why is anyone going to listen to me oh imposter syndrome here it comes mm. why is anyone going to listen to this for like i just worked at a pub like last month and now i'm, I'm saying i can do this like why is anyone going to listen to me why is anyone going to do this program so yeah really went into like this imposter syndrome like fuck i don't know if i can do this living out a place of fear and <clears throat> Yeah, we did a bit more work after the journey of strength and um, which helped massively again. It held me accountable. And then once we finished, was it once we finished that second bit of work or it might've been beforehand? I feel like it was even during that period. It I, could have been actually. I mean, I was in your ear about uh, Mr. Tom Clark from the Tom Clark Impact for a yep. while. And yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but just so you know, like I was in conversation with Tom about you for a long time been like so. yeah i was like yeah man like 
he's your man. Like he'll be at your events. He'll be at Transformer. Mm. He'll be doing he'll be doing some work with you for sure. Like mm. I'm gonna be sending him your way. And yeah, we did like a little bit of work post journey of strength just to like, yeah, tie up a few things, continue mm. moving forward again, like keep you accountable and just work on a few specific things to keep that momentum rolling. Yeah. And yeah, then was it you reached out to Tom? Tom reached out to you. Yeah, you mentioned to me, we went for a coffee and you're like, um, yeah, like he's my mentor, my guide. He's named Tom. He's his um, Instagram page. <laughs> I still he's remember a, that. I was at home. He's a wizard. <laughs> oh, like every sense of the word. Yeah. And I remember going onto his Instagram page and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Valid <laughs> reaction. <laughs> every single post, I was like, that's me. That's me. Holy fuck, that is me. Just going through it. And I was just like, all right, sweet. What I've learned from the past couple of months is if there's any resentment or any um, like hesitation of doing something, fucking do it. And I had hesitation around this and I was like, cool, grab my phone. Da, 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 da. I look back on that message and I was like, sending him a voice note. I was like, hey, Tom. Um, yeah, just let me know what programs you have. I don't care how much they are. Just let me know and I'll be there. <laughs> Like, fuck, I'm just selling myself way too easily. <laughs> um, so yeah, he got back to me straight away and he was like, yeah, man, cool. Um, let's jump on a call, have a chat. Um, so I originally booked in for the um, Igniter, so the one day event. And um, that was awesome. And I was like, cool, sweet. That's in a couple of months. Can't wait for this. This is going to be amazing. So really kept tracking on with my business and um, not a lot of progress, but a lot of social progress um, in the sense of like showing up on Instagram and how to structure my content a bit more mm. and then uh probably about a week after i booked in for the igniter um his number started ringing my phone and i was like oh cool it must be something about like uh, a payment or, or something like this and he um he goes hey listen um i know you just booked in for the igniter last week but a spot has become available in another event and as soon as he said this i was like cool okay this this is it this is what i need and he was like yeah cool it's called the transformer it's down in melbourne five-day event um rattled everything off that it does and i was like yep sweet i'm there it costs this much i don't care like here's my credit card just fucking put it on there yeah and um yeah book that in but that was going to be in june so this was six months away i was like fuck like six months six months without any guidance I didn't need guidance. I just didn't have my self-worth. Oh, I don't have any guidance to get me where I am, where I want to be. Fuck, what am I going to do for the next six months? So sort of went back into my shell a little bit. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, like in the next couple of months, I will really start kicking it into gear because I'm coming up to the transformer, which is a stupid mentality. But anyway, uh, then as the universe has always been looking after me now, she... Um, Tom rang me back literally another couple of days later. He was like, so yeah, uh, Transformer, four weeks, keen. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, got that booked in straight away. Um, and then as soon as I ent uh, finished that phone call, then that's when I was like, fuck, okay, now it's getting serious. Like this is what I need to, I wanted to align myself to my business. That's what I thought I needed. I was like, I just need alignment with my business. I remember saying this to you. I just, mm. I just need to find out where I'm really going with my business. I remember you just sending me voice notes back. You're like, just wait till Transformer. Just wait till Transformer. Yep. <laughs> so um, yeah, those four weeks went by and I um, 
yeah, really love my content, really love doing what I'm doing. Um, had an idea of a program, but didn't have like the full, um, full connection to it in a sense. So I, uh, it was down in Melbourne. I live in Newcastle. So instead of me booking a flight, I decided to drive down because me driving down for those 10 hours, I had every single chance for that 10 hours, literally just to turn the car around and drive back. But I wanted to prove to myself that I was going to go no matter what. So um, the, actually the 10 hour drive went really, really quickly because for one, I was shitting myself. like didn't know what was going to come up. <laughs> Two, I was, I was so excited to be actually able to do this. And uh, yeah, like it went really, really quickly. And um Mate, I've been working with the guy for like five years and I still got nervous before Transformer. (laughs) It's crazy. Dude. So yeah, got got into Melbourne and um, yeah, the thing that really, really settled me for those first couple of days is I got to the Airbnb and I was staying with uh, Mr. Ryan Poulter, who is an absolute legend legend of a man. And um, if you're listening to this, Ryan, you're a beautiful man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude. So divine and so connected into himself and yeah. yeah, he opened the door with such a warm presence and straight from then I was just like, fuck, okay, now I feel welcomed, I feel love, I feel I'm sweet now. Um, so yeah, the first couple of days with Ryan, we chilled out in the Airbnb, we went for walks, meditations, did my first cacao ceremony with him, which was fucking insane. Um, that man has a talent and heaps of breath work. And then, um, cool, yeah, the next day, Transformer, let's do this. And yeah, got to Transformer um walk in there like this with my shell like please no one look at me <laughs> no please don't look at me then i sat down in my chair and then as we sat down he like looked at me and gave me a wink and i was just like oh, fuck okay <laughs> like dude, this is it now <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah oh, i love me. it and um yeah if anyone hasn't been to the transformer it's a five-day event that goes for like 16 hour days most of the time yeah Minimum. not even taking a piss yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there were some days there we'd finish at 11 and be back at seven and um yeah five day event and it's literally blows your mind apart and it fully just cracks open who you are and you get truly aligned yeah. to every single part of your life and i um like i said i went into that um intensive just wanting alignment with my business cool. I was like, cool. I just want to be aligned with my business and know where I'm going. And I was writing my outcomes and Tom was just like, cool, sweet. We'll tick that off in four hours. Next one. That'll be tomorrow morning. Sweet. Cool. Uh, so the next three days, I was like, fuck what? Shit. Yeah. So, um, and for like people uh, that are listening to this, like we're not kidding when we say that Tom and I have this like ongoing joke where we will like set outcomes. I used to do this. I used to like go I used to drive three and a half hours to go do like full days and full like days back to back of coaching with him one-on-one and we'd sit down in the first like hour and we'd write our like I'd write down I'm like cool over the next two days I want to do blah 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 I want to achieve xyz and then it'll get to like 12 o'clock on the first day and we're like cool tick 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 now what and it's yeah exactly it that was exactly it for me so yeah, like, and the most beautiful thing about that program and that intensive is creating a family within five days. You're so connected with these individuals. Like, I never experienced a type of love like that so quickly. Like, by the end of that 
fifth day, just like sobbing my eyes out because I was like, cool, like this was this was being fucking insane. And not only the stuff that I come into, but what everyone else has come into and how they're leaving. And yeah, my my stuff that came up for me was just my the amounts of um, love I was craving off my dad because he wasn't around. And um, I remember saying to you in the program, I was like, yeah, cool. I don't care if he's not here. Like I don't need my dad all right, little boy, like, cool. How about we step <laughs> up and go, yeah, man, like you do want your dad because that wouldn't have come up, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, went through this visualization of fucking, I'm not even going to get into that because the viewers will just turn this off like, yeah, fuck off, man. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I remember, I remember I had to stand up for this and I was still like real slouched down like this, like, like still like really in depth into this visualization, but I was real cocked in like still didn't want to be seen heart got fully cracked open, sobbing my eyes out. And I remember Tom just like whispered in my ear and he was like, yeah, let the King come out now. And I was just like, like the shoulders just come up, head was up. And then ever since that day, like my shoulders have never been like this anymore. Like it's always up corrected. Even if I find myself doing that, it's like, cool. No, cool. There you are King. Like, let's get back up and let's mm. get into that embodiment. And yeah, ever since that moment, I was just like, fuck, this is who I am. This is the man that I am. That's just been hiding away for so long. And all it took was like an hour and a half visualization of a shining beam of light coming to out of my mouth to be able to fucking be able to sort <laughs> this out. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you think are the key things that, cause like listening to this and like for people who haven't heard you, speak about this before like yeah there could be some blokes out there that go oh yeah he's just one of the lucky ones that he's Mm. just one of the lucky ones where it just happened to him and things like that but like we know that it doesn't just happen to you it's not just luck and everything like that so what do you think are the key things that yeah what are the key things you implemented over the last 12 months that have allowed you to get to this place Mm, yeah i um I always believed that if I had a, a, a perfect structure throughout every single day that I would become the man that I want. But let's be completely open and honest. When you have children, structure goes out the fucking door sometimes. As I'm sure you're well aware right now. Like it just cool, goes. Yeah. So what I've learned in the past 12 months is like you said, I'm not a lucky one. I'm not the guy that was just picked out of the universe to be able to be safe. No, that's not what happened. For one, the first thing, the very first thing that I have done is accepted. Fuck, okay, I need help. I need guidance. There's, that's not weak. That's not weak to say I need help or guidance. That's actual 100%. true strength. That's true strength of saying, yeah, you know what, man? Like I'm actually positioned in my life that I don't want to be right now. And I see yourself that is, would you mind guiding me to being my higher self? nothing weak about that that's mm-hmm. that's true power man like so that was the first thing i did i accepted that was my message to you acceptance cool man help me out let's do this next thing that i did was actually take ownership of where i am so i took ownership of the man that i am right now i took ownership of playing the victim i took ownership of saying everything else is at fault and it's not my fault at all well that's the victim mentality and how's that been going for you so far man like and then the next thing that I truly, truly did was embody. Embodiment is the number one thing 
that has truly turned my life around. Anything that I learn, anything that I teach my clients, anything that I want to show this world, I embody myself. That's the only way that you will literally change your identity. So going through this transformer event and learning so much and being cracked open. Yeah. Amazing. This is exactly what I need. But if you don't embody this information, embody this man that you are now, then give it a week after the transformer. You're just going to go back to the, the way that you were and go back into that same old identity. So yeah, I, 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 my message to anyone out there that's saying, how did he do this? Or how did he get where he is now? Just embody embodiment, just learn and embody these facts. So yeah, if you do go through Jacob's program or if you go through anyone's program or if you go through any type of identity shift material, just embody what you get taught. Don't just hang up the Zoom call, shut the laptop and go, cool, sweet. What video is on next? Like, mm, no, yeah, no, it's like, don't just, don't just jump off and think, oh, now I know it. Yeah, now I exactly. know it. There's a huge difference between knowing something and embodying it, right? Mm, yeah exactly and and that like coming out of the transformer like that's such a pressure cooker environment you can't fucking hide from that man like yeah yeah like the way he gets down on one knee and like looks at you in in your eyes like this and he's like (laughs) what about how he like scratches the table like he scratches the table by looking at you like he's like fuck i don't know what you do know that he does that on purpose right Oh, of course, yeah, hundred percent. I, I know everything yeah. he does is on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> in that moment, you're like, in the moment, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he down there like that for? Why am I about to cry? Why is <laughs> uh, why is my soul coming up? Yeah. And, and then you go through this massive identity shift. You become the man that you've always wanted to be. But if you don't embody and come out of that and then take action on these steps, nothing's going to change. Like. For example, like for my levels of actualization, my environment when I got home, it was not the environment that I need to actualize this man. So mm. I've said this to you, like as soon as I got home, I was like, cool, sweet, lounge room, um, TV, that's being sold, cabinet, that's gone. Yeah, let's sell this furniture and get really grounded in this lounge room and buy some furniture that we can just sit on the floor. Um, like I don't sit on the furniture anymore, like on the lounges, I just sit on the floor, like, like truly get grounded into this man that I want to be and and then um, like all my values and beliefs, it's like, yeah, sweet. They're my values and beliefs. But if I don't take action on these values mm-hmm. and beliefs, then they're not going to be actualized. They're just going to stay there and be like, I value yeah. love. Cool. Well, how are you actioning love? Like, Yeah. How do you I do love. that? Yeah, exactly right. Like I wasn't doing that. Like mm. I would say to my partner, oh, I love you, babe. It's like, cool, man. Cool. I love lamp. Like, is that the same thing? Like, how are you actually, like, how are you actually yeah, showing what's the action woman? of love? Hmm. Yeah. And like for, yeah. for the guys listening to this, well, for anyone listening to this, but I mean, men, especially, cause that's who we work with. We, what we, what we mean by this is, and love's a great example. And I use this example a lot in the journey of strength. If like my dog is called Misty, I've got a golden retriever called Misty and I've got a greyhound called Chance. And if I say that I love them, like what is the action of that love? How do I action loving them? Like give them pats, give them hugs. I wash them. I walk them. I feed them. I pick up their crap in the backyard. That's how I show love. That's the action of love. That's me doing love towards them. And the same thing can be applied to your mates, your family, your partner, your kids, everything like that. It's like, cool, you love your mates. So what's the action of that? 
cool. You give them a hug. Exactly. You, you shake the hand when you see them. You ask them how they are, whatever mm. it is. You you use you use your words to express mm. your love to them. Yeah, it also goes in the sense of like um, like uh, someone asked me there at the start of this week. They're like, oh, how how do you do like how do you love doing what you do? Like how do you do that? I was like, well, man, you've just answered the question in itself. Like I'm doing this because I love doing this, but I do everything that I love in my life. Like that's I not just my business. Like I love going for a walk. Cool, I'm going to go for a walk every day. I love going to the gym. Cool, I'm going to the gym. I love um, talking to my partner and telling her how my day was. Sweet, so I'm going to do that every day. Like, yeah, it's just a loop. You- it's like, how do you do it? You, you, you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how you do one thing is how you do every single thing. Like I remember this was a valuable lesson I learned from the journey of strength. I said to you, I was like, yeah, man, I just, I never finish anything. Like I never finish doing anything. Like I always start something and then never finish it. And you're like, cool, sweet. See that bottle of water next to you? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do not fill that back up until every single last drop out of that water bottle has been drank. Yeah. How about every single bit of food that you eat on your plate? Eat every single bit of food on that plate and do not fill your food on your plate back up until mm-hmm. you've eaten it all. Yeah, so become the finisher. I've started, yeah, I've started embodying this. Now all of a sudden it's like, cool, every task that I set out for my day is completed because I'm doing everything that I complete. It's where embodiment comes into it. Action it, do it. Yeah, yeah. got to action it, got to do it. Absolutely. Mm. Well, mate. What the final question, oh, it's not the final question, but another question I want to ask is because, I mean, let's be honest, you've been through a fucking journey to get here and continuing to to take that journey to, to new heights now. So, like, do you have any final pieces of advice for blokes listening to this who, yeah, who might be on the fence, who might be going through some shit in their life and they don't really know what to do? Do you have any pieces of advice for those guys who are, yeah, potentially looking to to change it? Mm, yeah yeah for sure i um yeah like you said when we did our outcome setting call i was like oh i'm just doing this job because uh yeah like i don't really want to do it but i'm only doing it just to make money or um yeah i'm just doing this because of this like if that's the case and you are in that sense and in that um frame of mind um the way that you change it is once again accepting accept that you're feeling like that take acceptance and go yeah wow okay yep i i am feeling like this and that's okay like that's fine if you don't know what you want to do that's fine we all just aren't born and raised into this world where we know what we want to do right like same as for you like you went into your gym course and you've done this and you own your own gym then you're like uh nah fuck that i actually want to do this that's now look at you like you're inspiring men all over the world like that's 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 your journey so just take acceptance and realize that wherever you are at in your life right now, that's the journey that you're on. That's the part of the journey that you're at. And once you start taking acceptance, you will begin your hero's journey. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So once you, once you accept that, you'd be like, Hmm, cool. Yep. I am feeling like this right now. I am in the old world. Hmm. I have a call to adventure. No one will know what we're talking about unless you've done the program, but, but that's fine. Um, and yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like take acceptance and then you'd be able to begin this journey of what you want to do and where you want to go. And just mm. don't, don't overdo it. Don't overdo it and go, oh, fuck, I really want to be an astronaut. <sighs> nah, fuck that. That's too hard. 
well, obviously that's going to be too hard. Let's actualize some things that aren't too hard each day to day. Um, let's. Yeah, I mean, unless you actually it. really want to be an astronaut and you're willing to put in the work to get there, then fuck yeah, like go be an astronaut. But exactly. Like, exactly. However, like let's let's be real. Like if you, mm. yeah, like you said, you were working in a pub for years and years and years, and mm. now you're a men's coach. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, how people, we aligned you to your purpose. We found out exactly what mm. you wanted to do. You went and sought help from the business side of things. You got that all sorted. Now you're doing it. It's like for, yeah. for blokes out there, like, yeah, you need to accept that where you are right now is a result of every single fucking thing that's happened in your life. The good shit, the bad shit, the average shit. Mm. Everything that, every single thing that's happened in your life up until this point has gotten you to where you are potentially listening to this podcast I hope, which is great. You're in a good spot if you're listening to this. And if you're able to fully accept that, fully just take, yeah, responsibility, like you said, and take ownership of all the mistakes you've made and all the all the shit that's happened and just be like, cool, well, because of that, that's actually helped me hmm. get here. I'm actually fucking grateful that that bad shit happened. I'm grateful that that, that, that the depths of hell happened. I'm grateful that I was dragged through the mud. I'm grateful mm. that I felt like shit for all those years. There's so much power in that. And if you're able to, yeah. yeah, if you're able, like Jake said, if you're able to take responsibility for that, accept that and learn from it, key thing, learn from it, man, you're going to be well on your way to becoming a whole mm. lot better. Yeah. And like you said, like I'm sure when like you think about your dark times and when you've been dragged through the mud and everything like that, you're probably sitting here like now, like, Thank fuck that happened. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perf- yeah. Now I've learned from that. And now, look mm. at me. Because, like, like if, yeah. that shit, if that shit didn't happen, like, to both of us, if those dark times didn't happen, mm. who knows what we'd be doing? Exactly. Like, who knows? I could be an accountant. Who knows? Mm. I mean, I could have been an astronaut. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I can speculate whatever I'm because I have no idea. I mean, imagine I could still own a gym. Like, who knows? Yeah, that's it's cool to think about that. But if you're able to accept that, yeah, everything that's happened in your life up until this point has gotten you to exactly where you are, then how fucking good is that? Mm, yeah, and then I, I know you've mentioned this a lot of the time on on your social media, but like if you keep your head like turned around and looking back of like what you've done, like you're never going to see what's right in front of you. Like mm-hmm. you're never going to see what's coming. You're never going to see what journey you're taking on. So hundred percent. Yeah, except where you are right now take ownership of that and then go cool sweet now i've learned from this what can i what's next like what yeah take take a bit of excitement and realize that um yeah any resistance is growth resistance is growth no matter what and if any any resistance comes up around doing a program like yours or any resistance comes around joining a gym or uh, trying to eat healthy or making these positive patterns into your life, any resistance around that, if you can take acceptance of that resistance and then go, cool, there's resistance there. Okay, cool. That means I have to do this. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Imagine how powerful that's going to be and how much growth you're going to get from that. Yeah. Massive. Massive. Mm. All right, man. This is something I usually end every single guest episode with. Don't know if you've listened to the end of them. Um, Yeah, I listened to all of them. Excellent. So you'll know the question then, maybe. So what I like to finish with is what is something that people might not know about you? Ooh. What is someone that might not know about me? Hmm. There would have been a lot of things, but now it's now most of it's out in the open. 
Um, I like this. You got to dig for it. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I usually put everything out on the table. Um, oh, yeah. This is this is a good one. I um I played uh, professional netball when I was when I was younger. What? Yeah, like young age, like right. like like eight nine. But yeah, I was like the only guy on the team. And uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, netball player. Sick. Nice. Yeah. I love that. That's rad. Yeah, beautiful. And where can people find you, bro? What's your socials? Give your program a bit of a plug. Yeah. Um, so social media, gentle fatherhood, all one word. Um, my program is um, designed to illuminate your self-worth and embody that self-worth as well. So go through this program. You'll learn so much about um, reconnecting with yourself, empowering yourself, um, and learning about what reality actually is and how you perceive reality and uh, pretty much just fucking flip everything on its head and you go, what the actual fuck just happened? Uh, and and then the, the biggest thing about it as well is just creating a community where you feel safe, loved and welcomed and you can have a chat about whatever comes to your mind and I'm there, I will respond. Not straight away probably, but I will respond and it's not like a uh as you know it's not like a therapy session it's not like a psychologist session where you have to book in and then you don't hear from him for three weeks and then you go back it's every single day i'm there i'm accountable for you you're accountable for me and yeah it's a program that uh goes for 12 weeks but then there's a lot of pre-learning there's a lot of post-learning and there's a lot of accountability that you have to do every single day so i used to sell Oh, I used to talk about this program on a podcast um, and yeah, talk about it in the sense of like, yeah, if you really want to join, like come over and let's do it. But my mind frame right now in my life is this. If you really, really want to do this, let's do this. But if you're just dabbling at the idea and you're not sure and, oh, that sounds a bit too much, maybe we're not aligned right now. We'll, we'll, we'll decide that. But let's really start focusing on if you're fucking keen to do this, let's do this. And it will change your world. It will change your life. And yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. As you know, what your journey of strength is, the shift is a, a similar beast that can just transform your life. And Ooh, yeah. put it like this, like where I am right now, this program is designed from what I went through and what I experienced and how I got to where I am right now. So when we were talking about how are you so like how are you like the lucky one that decided to do this? It's like, well, nah, man. Like I've put the fucking work in. Like mm-hmm. literally put the fucking work in, and yeah. now I've created this. And it's um, yeah. I promise you. I promise to give you the tools and the guidance and the necessary things to do to be able to get to where you want to be. I um, yeah. I'm not going to hand feed you the results, but I promise to give you everything that you will need to get there. So. Yeah, Beautiful. if anything resonates with that, then fucking send me a message, have a chat. Even if anything doesn't resonate with that, have a chat, talk about it, send me a message about me playing netball, whatever. I'm here to have a chat. <laughs> I like Incredible. having chats now. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Incredible. Well, mate, thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate mm. it. There is some absolute gold in there, which I'm sure mm. everyone's going to take a lot away from. Yeah, mate, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, like I always say to you, thank you. I love you. Thank you for saving my life. I greatly appreciate it. I know I pretty much say that to you every single week now, but um, (laughs) yeah. And this is the thing as well. You can see from how sincere I am with that, like 
that's the type of connections that you build from programs like this. I um I remember on this program the first time that I well in a very long time I heard a male say to another male I love you was on this program. Like how fucking powerful is that? Hearing another male yeah, say that to another male. That and was incredible. Yeah, dude. Like that was like a very okay. Um, the very first time in a long time that I'd I'd heard that. So they're the type of connections that you build and. Yeah, if you are listening to this podcast and you've wanted to work with Jake for a while and you have resisted it and you've said no and I'm going to do it later, just do it now because this man will transform your life, he will save your life and he will build you into a man that, yeah, you've always wanted to be, you've always wanted to become and you will find a reality that you didn't think was existing and all of a sudden you will start believing in the universe and how divine the magic is and... Yeah, who knows? You might end up messaging Tom Clark and have a shooting beam of light coming out your throat. Who knows? That might be your journey. But yeah, 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 that sounds pretty cool to me. Trust me, it's fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) Brother, thank you so much again. And yeah, if anyone is uh, wanting to reach out to Jacob, the Gentle Fatherhood on Instagram, uh, I mean, I can vouch for him. He's an absolutely incredible bloke. He's been through an incredible shift, an incredible transformation. So can vouch for his program 100 percent uh again if you know a bloke or if you know anyone that would resonate with any of this feel free to share this podcast with them and yeah i'll speak to you next time cheers thank you so much for tuning into the journey of strength podcast if you know a man if you know a bloke who you think could benefit from listening to something like this please feel free to share this with him Also, if you're looking for even more free content, jump over to our Instagram page at Jacob underscore Weatherly. That's J-A-C-O-B underscore W-E-A-T-H-E-R-L-E-Y. And as well as that, jump over to our YouTube channel. Again, Jacob Weatherly. Search that up on YouTube for even more free content, free resources for all of us men out there. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Peace.